0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Before we start today's show, I want to speak to you guys on behalf of myself and Eugene and talk to you about childhood. It's uh, it's a topic that's been knocking around my mind a lot these days. I got a kid of my own. I see him. I remember being a kid. You guys remember going over uh, on a sleepover to a buddy's house and... Uh, he liked this friend because the friend was a great kid, and um, and the parents had a lot of uh, indulgent foods there. <laughs> My mom kept our cupboards pretty sparse. She was, uh, I don't know, strict watching what we were eating, that kind of thing. She was watching what she was eating, that you know, translated down to us. But I had this buddy of mine, we go over to his house, and uh, you know, the pantry was a real Willy Wonka chocolate factory situation. I mean, anything you could think of, they had there. And I used to love to go ham on the cereal in that kid's joint, man, because it was any kind of cereal you could think of. If you if there was a commercial for it, this guy had it. They had, you know, fresh boxes, fresh bags of it. You know, you're ripping the box open. I'm getting the prize out of there. I'm getting the cereal. It was a whole experience. And I loved it. I ate carefree. And, um, you know, didn't show up on the waistline. I was young. I had the metabolism working for me. Lots changed since then. The metabolism slowed way down. And I can't have that cereal anymore. It just doesn't, it doesn't work with my schedule um, and how I want to eat and what I'm trying to do in my life and my goals, et cetera, et cetera. That is until Magic Spoon crossed my breakfast table. That's right. Magic Spoon is truly magical. It is cereal that contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And you guys know about Magic Spoon by now. I've told you about it before. It's only 140 calories a serving. On top of that, in case you forgot, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low carb, and GMO-free. Everything you want it to be free of, it is. I love the fact that you can build your own box. The available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. I'm right back at my buddy's house, guys. He had all the flavors, all the variety. I can create that again in a healthy way at home with my Magic Spoon custom bundles. Uh, I, I've been telling you guys for a while now, I love mixing the blueberry and cinnamon. I feel like I'm having a, uh, a breakfast breakfast. in my mouth uh whatever that would be use your imagination that's how it tastes a lot of uh a lot of wild boys and gals are are combining cocoa and peanut butter for the chocolate peanut butter cup experience they're not wrong it's delicious you guys if you haven't tried magic spoon by now you're a damn fool get on the train with me you'll love it it's got protein guys You're doing protein bars, supplement the protein bar with some Magic Spoon cereal. Um, Swap it out. Uh, You're doing late night treats, switch the treats for Magic Spoon. You get treat, plus you get nutrition, plus you don't have to feel guilty. Go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So, if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This is The Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast with me, Aaron McGowan. And me, Ryan Stanger. We have discussions and we answer questions on all things health and fitness.
1: We are talking to you guys based solely on our working knowledge and a little bit of bro science.
0: That's it. So please keep in mind, we're not doctors, never claim to be.
1: Uh, Just a couple of dumbbells? Yeah. Is that what, is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Um a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours.
0: And the help gets hurt right now. You got it. That might have been the best ever, Aaron.
1: Oh my gosh. I prayed about it right before <laughs> this and I didn't listen to a to a wow. intro to prep. I just prayed. I got centered and here I am kicking ass.
0: Uh sometimes we need to pray just to make it today. Uh, in the immortal words of Stanley Kirk Burrell, some people know him as MC Hammer. Some people know him as Hammer, which he was for a while. And then I think went back to MC Hammer.
1: Yeah. Because you know, people know him that way.
0: Yeah. Um, I think he wanted the, to, he wanted to be tougher. So he just dropped the MC and did Hammer for a while, but hey, but he found
1: we, out that wasn't what people wanted.
0: No MC Hammer. We love him.
1: Um, MC Hammer was, I had got like, when I was young, I did the scam of like, get 10 CDs for the price of one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: And I got like everything else. Columbia house. Yeah. Yes. Everything else was like the little mermaid soundtrack. I was probably in like the sixth or seventh grade Mm -hmm. and I got, um, my, like, like, I wonder if I can sneak this past my parents was the MC Hammer, like the opening like his opening, whatever the first one he did. And so when it got to the house, my parents were like, Well, we'll read the lyrics and decide if you can have the C D. And they, they they kept it. What? And they kept it and I found it when i was snooping through their stuff years later i was like have these motherfuckers been enjoying this cd <laughs> for the last 3 plus years and i have missed out on my childhood anyways
0: uh wow how are you <laughs> That's, I mean, his stuff was pretty safe. I mean, what, what did they object I know. to?
1: I have no idea. I just remember just like trusting them that they were like, okay, well, this isn't for you yet. And I was like, okay.
0: I mean, yeah. Wow. That's wild. He had three big records, three big ish records. The biggest, obviously the second one, which was please hammer. Don't hurt him. Which included, <laughs> which included can't touch this. Um,
1: okay. So it must've been that one. It was the can't touch this album. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a pretty mainstream. That wasn't like parental advice. I mean, my, I was getting like crazy shit. My parents, I mean, it was lawless in the Stanger house. I was, (laughs) I had two live crew and, uh, do you know two live crew?
1: Oh no, I can only imagine (laughs) what my parents would have done with two live crew.
0: Very dirty. Very dirty. That's, that's the reason I think they have the, um, advisory labels or something. Because of
1: Two Life Crew?
0: Yeah. Th- yeah. I think so. Like there was something, somebody's uh some politician's wife. I don't know. It was like a whole big deal. Yeah. I, I might be, I might be conflating or mixing or combining, but I feel like that was all. But anyway, that Two Life Crew had me so horny on it. It was stuff, it was so dirty. <laughs> you know the song, Me So Horny? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was stuff so dirty. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, I don't even know what they're saying on this. I mean, crazy dirty yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they taught kids young, you know? <laughs> you got to learn about these things that I didn't learn about. So I'll check it out and, and see
0: Yeah, Hammer holds up. MC Hammer's first one was... Uh, Let's get it st- let's get it started I think. Um and then the last album or not he's done multiple albums but then the last kind of big hit one was Too Legit to Quit mm-hmm. which uh you know was we all want, it was this big his much anticipated follow up to Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him and it just didn't quite
1: <laughs> Please Hammer
0: know? Don't hurt him. Do you remember the video where they had all the celebs doing the too legit to quit thing? And then like all of them would kind of do it wrong. Like, especially when he got to like athletes, they were kind of like messing it up <laughs> and not doing the hand signals. Right.
1: I feel like I, I feel like I vaguely remember it, but I think i more so just want to remember it. I oh, yeah. think my parents were actually very good at sheltering me. <laughs> so you, I think I like probably have never seen it, but I've probably
0: heard of it. Okay, so my brain fills in the rest. Um, I, I have a couple more questions I want to ask about this. The listeners should know, <laughs> Eugene. Yes. Eugene, filming out. We uh, we threw up the bat signal. McGowan stepped in. We're d- it's, it's a McGowan Town episode. We're taking it to McGowan Town. Uh, we're going to build the episode around you in some respects, Aaron. Um, Thank I l- you. I, I let- love the attention. I love the. Uh that's it. I love attention. <laughs> you gotta love McGowntown. I just pulled that out. I that's... do
1: love McGowntown and I will use it for
0: uh, yeah. an
1: animated short based on my family. I think must be done after oh, this. Yeah,
0: without question. You can also use it during training sessions. Like, hey, you think this is easy? You're in McGowntown. Your last <laughs> easy day was yesterday. Uh yeah. So we're gonna be talking to Aaron. Aaron has a uh, uh a much postponed much anticipated uh official yeah. wedding coming up in the respect yes. in the in the sense of like we're going to see the ceremony happen you did a secret wedding
1: <laughs> yeah we're very celebrity based yeah. we did a secret wedding with only our n- one witness uh right. per state of california law <laughs> and um and our our officiant did hand us our wedding paperwork Via a a clipboard and a six foot post, like post. So we, and wore a mask the whole time. So we don't know what his face looks like. He doesn't know what our face looks like. We kissed with the mask on. So we don't know if that counts. <laughs> wow. Um, so yes. What yes, a time. What? Well, what an experience. So you're
0: going to get the, you're going to get the best. Uh, you're going to get to the experience of, of, mar- of marrying each other during the uh, pandemic. And then also the, you know the full maskless celebration um, dress up. So anyway, with that, with that, the latter comes uh, a lot of pressures, uh, a lot of um, pressures we put on ourselves, pressure the society puts on us. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious to talk to Erin about how she's managing that. If there is some workouts, you know, I don't know. I think like a lot of people use this day as like, this is, the, this is the best I want my back to ever look or whatever. I'm wearing a backless gown or some kind yes. of shit. Yeah. A lot yeah. of, a lot of factors. So we're going to talk about that. We have a bunch of listener questions. Um, we'll answer some of those and it'll be great. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was, were you allowed to, before we get into all that, were yeah. you allowed to watch MTV in your house?
1: Um, I, or were so- people over
0: MTV when you were
1: no, MTV was still like cool. I was okay. born in 84. So it was like MTV was kind of at its transitional point when I was old enough to care about MTV.
0: Yeah, not quite all my teen mom yet. Uh, my, right. I'm, a teen, I'm a teen mom.
1: There were still music videos. Yeah, okay. uh, there were still like, there, there were shows. So like real world. My I remember like watching. So the answer is. No, I don't think I was allowed or not allowed. I don't think my parents were aware that I was aware of MTV to <laughs> monitor me. Wow. So I kind of they caught just on not early. Like, she's, so,
0: she's so damn wholesome. We don't got a thing to worry yes, about. She would not even, worried about it. She's not going and above would, channel 30 on the, on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I would go into my parents' room because there was a TV in the living room, TV in the my parents' room.
0: Need a little privacy. And I would privacy. go
1: watch Singled Out in my parents' yeah. bedroom. That's the show I was like, "Oh, this is like I'm an adult watching something I'm not supposed I to." I
0: wanted watch. to be on that show so bad. I thought, "Man, if I ever when I hit that age, you yep. have you haven't lived until you've been a contestant on Singled Out." <laughs>
1: I mean, it was so cool. I was like, these people are cool. Yes, and, I thought you know, it was there so were people funny. that weren't. Yeah, it was yeah, so funny. Yeah, so funny. So like sexy, and it wasn't. But like, I was like, wow, these people are sexy people. I didn't know what sexy meant. Yeah, clearly I didn't. But it was like this is. It was like hidden. Um, what was that hidden temple show? Legends.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, on Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah, because they had like the – you would get a question right and you'd step forward on this big stage with like light-up steps. Yeah. And I was like, this is adult Legends of the Hidden Temple. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of was. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of was. So that's – so no, I really – I don't think my parents ever laid down the law on that because I don't think they thought I was interested in it, but I was very much so.
0: Um. I got my lights flickering in my office here in case I know. Noticing. Are you,
1: are um, you going through something over there?
0: I think I might have, have you ever seen powder before the movie powder?
1: No, I haven't. Uh, are you surprised by that?
0: No, <laughs> but anyway,
1: I've heard of it and that is enough for me.
0: He, uh, he's like a little magical, you know, kind of teenager that shows up in this town that where Jeff Goldblum's a teacher and some other people are there and he really like rocks all their worlds. And he's got like some kind of electromagnetic powers and stuff. And they call them they call him Powder because he's real white, like he's real pale. And uh, at the end, Jeff an- Goldblum? No, the kid is. Oh, Gold, the, oh Gold, the Goldblum's kid. Okay, like the Goldblum's yeah, a teacher. I guess yeah, and he's kind of like trying to understand him and help him. And the kid has these powers. And then anyway, it builds to the end of the movie, and the kid is running and it just turns into like electricity or gets struck by lightning and just becomes energy. And then like the energy, like blasts through everybody. And like, you could see like when it goes through them, you can see like the actors, like trying to act like, wow, powder was, went through me, you know? <laughs> and so it's a real embarrassed, You're really embarrassed <laughs> for them, you know? But anyway, uh, I could As just, an actor, you're embarrassed for them. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, yeah. man, this is this shit. You're reading this in the script. And you're like, oh, here's a day where I pretend like powder went through me like electricity. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, if my lights keep flickering, maybe I'm turning into powder. Or maybe I could turn into electricity or something. And, you know. I think that's pretty cool. I think it'd be cool. Uh, Yes. So th- the MTV. And then another quick thing I wanted to ask you, and I will get it off mic. But, um, thinking of your days as a, uh, a bellhop, um, in Nashville, uh, you mentioned one time, like you had a horrible experience with some celebrities. We didn't name names, but they were really scummy. I got the dish off air. Uh, can you think of another story of somebody that was really mean, um, and describe what happened, but then you can tell me off air who this, who it was.
1: Somebody who was really mean.
0: Yeah. A mistreat, a celebrity, like, or somebody that was just like entitled or, you know, rude or something. Or active. There was
1: a celebrity one time that asked me, don't you want a picture with me too? Oh,
0: man. And I said, no, <laughs> I'm okay. So somebody asked that them, like, can I get a picture? And you happen to yeah. be there, you're helping them with their bag or something. Yeah. And, they d- I,
1: and I took the picture for them. I took the picture for them. And then... And here's the other part it was it was like a party. So I wasn't in my bellhop outfit. Okay. I was dressed like a normal person.
0: Like a civilian.
1: Yeah. And so I just like, was like, I'll take your picture and I took the picture. And then he was like, don't you want a picture with me too? And I said, oh no, I'm okay. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who was this person? Um, picture like, was it, do you get why people want a picture with them? I think cause um, there's, there, there's one thing of like, just being like, I don't get the whole picture phenomenon. I'm kind of in that camp. Like who cares, yeah. you know? Um, and then there's the second of, uh, I under, I get it, but I wouldn't, I just, I just not a fan of this person.
1: Yeah, I think that there's like like I the only person I broke the there's like a rule at the hotel you couldn't take pictures, you couldn't like ask to take pictures and I broke that rule for Conan. That was the only person I was like, I don't care what anyone says, I want a picture with Conan O'Brien and I got it and and who cares? I yeah. didn't get fired and I in fact got promoted so suck it. <laughs> um but
0: because, this
1: guy was Because of not, your
0: resourcefulness in obtaining a picture from Conan O'Brien, <laughs> right, you have been promoted. Of that.
1: But no, this guy, hes I'll just say this. He's a country music singer. Mm-hmm. I do not care about him as a country music singer. And after that, I was like, I'll never listen to your music again. Ooh. And so I skip. Wow. I just don't like that. kind. Of, like, that just is like a weird mentality of like, don't you want a picture too? If I wanted one, I, I would have asked. Yeah. And
0: it's also like, how famous do you need to be, motherfucker? You just yeah. had it. Relax. You get you, people ask you for yeah. pictures all the time. Why do you? Why do you need so I, me? I'm
1: sure he was a little, I'm sure there was like dr- drunkness involved, mm. but not enough for it to be funny. Like there's like when you're like, oh, okay, you're drunk and it's funny. Yeah. It wasn't, it was just like pompous asshole kind of
0: vibe. Ooh, I can't, uh, the, the listeners can guess and speculate. Um, they'll never know the truth, but Aaron will tell me, put it in the chat right now if you can. That'd be great. I wanna know. Okay. <laughs> Just to really lord this over the listeners. <laughs> uh you might not even know who this person is, which uh, is I'll know. I'll know. Uh okay. So oh yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. I really skip his music now. I'm like, pass. I even I like a couple of his songs. I used to, but now I don't. Yeah. Tiny Man, Huge Truck. Wow.
0: What okay. does that say? Uh yeah. Not Ladies good, chime in. Not good things about his, uh, dick. Um, so <laughs> no. Yeah. Just, I don't Anyways. want to like fully expose what that means, but I'll just say that and you, people can read between <laughs> thank the lines. You.
1: Yeah. Read between the lines of that.
0: Okay. So big wedding coming up. Um, Stanger family will be in attendance.
1: Uh, thank
0: you. Thank you guys. <laughs> I'm, thank you. I'm fucking excited.
1: <laughs> it's going to be so fun. Yeah. I think, um, as far as like, so like, We have had to change our wedding date. This will be our third attempt. Okay. So after the first time of being told, like, it won't happen, uh, that was, like, the hardest, and I really had to not – I really wanted to eat my feelings.
0: Yeah, I get that. (laughs) I'm always looking for an excuse to (laughs) – Oh no! Uh, honestly, bad news. <laughs> same.
1: Yeah, really bad news. Give me the nearest convenience yeah. store.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so then the second time we and this was, is
0: all this is all lockdown related. So it's like yes, fourteen yeah. days to flatten the curve, and you're like, okay, yeah, well, well, we can postpone it for a couple of months and see where we're at, and then little yeah. did we realize
1: here, yeah, yeah. So la- it was supposed to be last August, and. Then it was supposed to be this May, which it could have technically been this May, but we were trying to get married at a location that had had to fire or I guess fire is the term or let go.
0: Downside? Their
1: entire catering staff. Oh, wow. And they're not bringing them back until next, until 2022. Wow. And so Jason and I were...
0: Furlough, I guess, is...
1: Yeah, we, we were just like what, like we could technically wait till 2022, but like we have, we're just like tired of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and so we changed the location so that we could get married in 2021. Um, And that, so we found out we had to change our date again. It was supposed to be May. We found out in April. So then we had to change it and find a new location. So now we have this August date. Back in August. It's back in August. It. Uh, I I think that's just what it's supposed to be.
0: It's a sign.
1: Uh, yes, it's a sign. Um, it's actually that nobody wants to get married in August,
0: so it's always open. <laughs> what? Is that real? Why, why not?
1: I think it's real. I think it's, it's too hot or um, something. I think it's hot. And I think that like, where we're getting married, I think it will be hot during the day and cold at night. So, it's just, like, I think it will be fine, but it will just be, like, a very big difference in in the day and the night. I don't care. Um, truly, I could care less. I think a lot of people want to get married in, like, June because yeah, of
0: movies. <laughs> June's is, like, a, a white-hot, white-hot yeah. popular summer month. I know yeah. the prices are higher in fucking Junio. Um, yeah. If and in
1: August, they're lower. Yeah. So I said, yes, please. Thank you. I'll take it. We we
0: went super cheap and did it uh, in October.
1: Oh, see, all of my friends are getting, well, have gotten married in October or are getting married in October. So October was off limits. We couldn't even touch it.
0: Okay. Because everybody was doing it then. That, <laughs> yeah. that was like... This is years and years ago when old man Stanger got married. And it was like, (laughs) people are like, October? It was real fringe. Like, we were really on the outskirts and showing our hand with what we were going to spend on this wedding. But I looked at at the uh, uh, forecasts over the years. And, like, it was Mm -hmm. in L.A., late October. And it was uh, late-ish, mid-October. The weather was still pretty good. So we just... We rolled the dice and you know, it was great. It would end up being great. Well, I think August is the month to do it. I think you guys are, I think you guys made the right choice. I know you were the universe forced you into it, but I think August is going to be a good, it's a cool month. It's a cool name for a month.
1: Yes. That's what I think too.
0: Eight feels great. Um, eight feels great. Uh, (laughs) so yeah. I think you got a lot of and things are, working to, working in your advantage.
1: We're we're tech we're legally married.
0: Yes. So
1: we have now we get to pick which anniversary we want. Yeah, and that's fun. Yeah, um, we'll have two, so we get to eat good food twice a year. Yeah, and be extra in love twice a year. It's
0: a great call on both of those. <laughs> um, also, you know, you, people get sad when the summer's over, but you'll. You know, but you'll be excited because you got an anniversary coming up. So just kind of, it kind of uh, rebrands the end of summer for the beginning of your uh, eternity together.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, Eternity's (laughs) there. Come on.
0: I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Or however long you want, you know, maybe, (laughs) maybe you bail after a couple of weeks. I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. Well, we'll s- somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the
0: middle. Hey, listen. Uh, so you, a lot of pressure now. Are you, are you freaking out? Do you have a major program in place? Are you doing, you mentioned before that you're doing a lot of arm stuff. Is this, to sh- is this because you got to sleep like your dress, you want to show off the guns or are they, you know, is this a coincidence or is it like, Hey, why the hell not? You know, what's <laughs> walk um, us, walk us through the mindset here.
1: So, So I don't think Jason listens to this. So I do have a backless dress. I do have my arms show. I feel like that's, you know, pretty typical, I guess. Um, So I, the whole quarantine just kept thinking, just don't, just try to stay the size that you can fit into this dress. I haven't, I hadn't had it altered, but it was like always in the back of my mind. And that has been so annoying over the last like three months. Cause it was like, it's like been a year.
0: Yeah. No wonder you don't want to wait until 2022.
1: (laughs) Yes. And that's when this woman, when this woman was like, how about 2022? I was like, bitch, I (laughs) want cheeseburgers and I'm talking a room full of them. I want to I want to enjoy (laughs) every food in my path. Like, I just like am tired of like, cause even if I'm like, it's a cheat meal,
0: you kind of want to be like Pac-Man.
1: Yes. I want to be Pac-Man and I have to not be Pac-Man and that like, I just, so I was like, no. So I have done, I, I was, I still fit in my dress. I just went to my first actual fitting Wow. I fit in it. There are some slight things that I was like, well, <laughs> okay, that's hard to see, but not
0: undoable. Well, what is that? Oh, just like you just some, like, yeah, you just spots. see like
1: a little belly that wasn't there last year. I get when it. When I like bought the dress. Um, that's really the main thing is just this little belly sticking out (laughs) of this beautiful dress. Nothing that like, even like Spanx could fix it. I'm just like, I I want to feel comfortable in my dress.
0: Yes. And I don't think everybody, I don't think a lot of people have this weird thing to where they literally got fitted. And then now they're having to, the second things are opening back up revisit that, that exact fitting, you know, it's like this weird where you're just like, wow, I could see all the, everything that happened to myself. Yeah. I tell you how it showed up for me and I've talked about it on the show. So I'll spare people, but I started going to the gym in person again. I hadn't gone the whole time Mm. and you know, there's just a lot more mirrors in the gym. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, uh, I'm not, I, I didn't go crazy. Like I didn't put a ton of weight on, but I was like, I'm not I'm not the same as when this whole thing started. Sure. Yeah. I got to start putting old man stinger. I got to put Humpty Dumpty back together again here <laughs> because, uh, all the King's horses and all the King's men, you know? But, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I, I just, you're just doing funky shit. Not the same workouts. And then just, uh, yeah, you're just surviving, just surviving, not, yeah. m- not missing a meal. Not missing a single No, meal. no
1: meals missed. In fact, maybe some added. Yes. Maybe some new nighttime snack routine has evolved. Who knows? Maybe Not for some, you because you got hypnotized, but.
0: But also, you know, maybe some things that were previously treats turned into uh, daily expectations.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: this, I have this every day yeah. now. We need to count on this and this is part of the routine. And then, yeah. yeah, you know, getting rid of that shit is fucking tough, man. It's like, uh, yeah. so, okay, so, yeah, so you're looking at that and you're thinking, okay, what, what's- Yeah,
1: so, so I, so my thing that I'm doing has been, I've just been trying to transition away from cardio every day, which I think I talked about a little bit, um, and just focusing more on lifting. I lift now Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, Friday. So four days. And then I do cardio two days and then I rest one.
0: Yeah. And Um, that was scaring you, but you felt like you were getting some good results out of that. Yeah.
1: It was scaring me. And I did, I did start to see results where my body fat was decreasing. My weight was staying about the same, but seeing body fat decrease. So.
0: Body composition um, improving. But it still is,
1: like, a mind fuck because it's, like, the number, the weight number yeah. is not necessarily going down. Um, but my... But everything else is good. So, and I feel like I look good. But then when I saw myself in that dress, I was like, okay, I need to kind of, like, amp it up a little bit just so that I feel good. And so I, I immediately signed up for weekly one-on-ones with my trainer. Wow. Which is a big jump financially. And I will say I can't do it long-term. And I told her that up front. I was like, this is literally for two months leading up to my wedding. I don't want to go crazy. But don't I do get think,
0: used to this. <laughs>
1: yeah. I will don't leave. get used to having me <laughs> as a one-on-one client. I am. Did you not, start?
0: Did you start that way? Or did you do no, one on ones no. initially? Oh, so this is uh, no, this is a real actually, luxury then.
1: It really is. And one on ones, I I did them for a little bit, uh, once a month, and that was horrifying. Like like cricket is my trainer, and she is like she knows what I can do and am capable of, and she pushes me to like the limit, and I hate it. <laughs> And I really had to think like people trust me to train them one-on-one. I can trust cricket to train me one-on-one once a week and that I will not die.
0: Right. You've got to be too legit to quit. Got to interrupt really quick to talk to you guys about your happiness. You're listening to the show. You hear Aaron and I talking about her wedding. It's a big event. She's very excited about it, as she should be. She is happy about this wedding coming up. What about you guys? Do you have an event? doesn't have to be a wedding. Something on the horizon that you should be feeling some joy around, but, uh, but maybe you're not. Maybe you have something that's preventing you from achieving your goals. What's the interference? What's blocking you? I told you guys about my experiences and troubles with compulsive eating a while back. Um, something was wrong. I knew it. I I felt out of control. I didn't feel like I was ever going to get better. I just felt like I was broken and that was it. I finally got with the right therapist. They were able to sort it out, help me, give me the tools I needed. But the experience of finding that therapist was much more drawn out, much more painful than it should have been. Now, had I had access to our sponsor for today's episode, BetterHelp, it would have been much smoother. Because BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you connect in a safe and private online environment. So convenient, guys, online. I was driving all around town, have to hop in the Stangermobile. I'd finally get up the nerve to make an appointment somewhere, get in my car, drive 30, 40 minutes, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. It's awkward in there. Well, let's be real. It is you're looking at the people, they're looking at you sizing each other up. You start to get self-conscious. You, you know, you lose your nerve. Then if you make it through that whole experience, you go in and you talk to the therapist, you got to lay it all out for this person. And what happened to me a few times was it wasn't a good fit. It was awkward. It was, uh, just the chemistry was wrong. And so I left there and I knew that it was not the right person for me. And it was, I'm going to have to fire this person, and I'm going to have to start from scratch on somebody else. So I would just put it off, and that this drew the whole experience out. Now, with BetterHelp, you can start communicating in under 48 hours. And they're so committed to facil- facilitating a great therapeutic match, they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So that whole process I described of you know, not being the right fit and having to fire somebody and move on – They're doing it for you guys. They're committed. So it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And it's all without ever having to leave the comfort of your own home. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This service is available to clients all over the world. And what I love about it, too, is that if you don't have a a therapist in your area that meets the criteria that you need, BetterHelp is going to find one for you because it's all online. You don't have to limit yourself to the counselors that are located around you. You can find licensed professional counselors that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, you name it, they got it. Anything you share is confidential. Guys, this is convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. You don't have to listen to me yammer about it. Check the testimonials they post every day on their site. People are writing in about it because it's great. Uh, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, h e l p.com slash dumbbells. If we're, if we're thinking about what we've talked about in the show, what we have on the table to work with, I think that's a fair You've thing got to bring. To be, yeah. I think you got to bring it up. I think I would be unwise, unfair, and uh, upsetting if I didn't bring it up. So, anyway, <laughs> that's out there. It was said. Save the tweets. Save um,
1: the tweets. S- send them actually send yeah. the tweets, send yeah. them. I need those notifications. Um, so and that's don't what let I, the, that don't was... let the
0: tweets become expectations.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the look in your eye of like, please. <laughs> 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 I couldn't, I can't help you. I can't, yeah, I try. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Powdered. so that's my, that's my quote unquote big plan. And mainly i'm scared of all the parties leading up to it
0: yeah. because
1: i'm i'm pretty consistent i uh, i i feel like i understand exercise my body what we can handle how to make little adjustments to see results it's the parties i have a bachelorette i have a bridal shower my parents are coming to town jason's parents are coming to town there's like just celebration Just for everyone coming out of a pandemic, people are wanting to party.
0: Yeah.
1: Going to pool parties, going to uh, like restaurants for the first time. Foam parties. Going to the top of the club, seeing what's up (laughs) there. That's all I know about foam parties is it's like at the top of the club, right?
0: Uh, Where all the rich people are? It very well could be. I've I've heard of them. I've heard tale of them at like Cancun and stuff where you go to like okay senior frogs and then there's like during spring <laughs> during spring break there's a senior there's a frogs. there's a foam party-huh um and but yeah it could be top of the club foam rises to the top it's like the oh yeah that's true top of yeah. the cappuccino up there or something maybe <laughs> um but uh so that's
1: that's all I'm just that's what I'm afraid of is uh is the extra all the extras and that's what I'm always afraid of.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, cause it's just, you know, you're, it's taking you outside of your, uh, routine. And yeah. so, you know, so, sometimes staying on the, the straight and narrow or, you know, like maintaining a level of strictness is like not stepping off the path and then having to like, you know, entertain and have booze and be served and, you know, yep. food and drink. And then you also don't want to be a wet blanket at these parties. like, no, right, none of that for me. I'm just only just a
1: water with lemon. Yeah. Thanks. I have yeah. a dress I like that I paid a lot for.
0: Can you heat the water up? <laughs> no tea in it. <laughs> you're like, Oh, f- sure, <laughs> yeah, we're so glad we brought you. This is I'll have ice chips. Oh, great. Uh, wh- yeah. so where's the bachelorette party happening?
1: Uh, wouldn't you like to know?
0: <laughs> is it a secret?
1: Um I actually don't know. It is a secret to me. It's, oh, yeah. uh, so It's my bridesmaids are are putting it off for me
0: so I don't know. Uh thunder from down under.
1: <laughs> I told them I did want a stripper because there's a, a few scenes but mainly the scene from Friends where Phoebe is like, you know, she's like an older bride and she's like uh, the other girls are like, "Hey, we didn't know you wanted a stripper." And she's like, "Yeah." I want a stripper. This is my time. This is my, this is my chance. Yeah. And then like, um, who is Danny DeVito is the stripper. And he's like really sad. And he like ends up like spilling his heart out to them. And they like are like listening and they have this whole like hilarious, Conversation, and I told them that I wanted like a sad stripper. I was like, I want a funny sad stripper who wow. needs like like life advice, and that we're there to like help turn his life around. That's and they an said I- they don't know that they could get that for me, but that that's what at least they know that's what I want.
0: I mean, with the internet these days, I mean that's an interesting kink. Uh, but I, you know, if you're. <laughs> If yeah. you're into that there's somebody uh-huh. that's offering it and I'm sure they'll be able to find it. Devito was the stripper though. Wow, that's that's a that's some good stunt casting.
1: Oh uh, my gosh, so fun.
0: Did you watch the special? Yes, I did. It was it was sad a little bit. Right. I mean, I,
1: it was a little bit sad. It was a lot sad, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I I didn't, I wasn't a regular viewer of the show. Like I watched it for a while after Seinfeld. And then I think when Seinfeld stopped, I didn't keep up. It was nice to watch it Seinfeld and then that. So I don't know ultimately what happened in the show, but I was watching that special. And like when they, when they were doing like the trivia and I was like, they're not they're not in character like what what even is this like what am i, I know, what the fuck am I, I watching i know and then the guys looked in bad shape like the guys were look and matthew perry looked rough uh the women mm. all looked phenomenal
1: okay i no, they did not you don't have to say that lisa Kudrow looked she looks great good
0: she doesn't she get any looks like, surgery or fill or what, if she does, it's very minor.
1: Yes, exactly. She hasn't gotten her lips done. And that's what the other two have done. People, they haven't perfected the lips. Just <laughs> leave it alone for now until they get better at it. Cause that you look insane.
0: Right. It's tricky. I it's cause that some people want that, you know, I, I always think that like, um, you you run the risk of uh, looking like Janice from the Muppets. You know who that is? Yes,
1: yes. And they—that's what everyone on that special, except Lisa Kudrow, looked like.
0: I thought I thought they. I thought um, Aniston and Courtney Cox looked pretty there. But you know, I mean, listen, I I don't want if if women if they want to do that, who am I to yeah. say you can't? Um,
1: I just think that they're 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 they have perfected like botox they're getting good at botox like like fillers under the eye you can really like look good longer um, or younger longer i guess is the idea but the lips they just haven't
0: they haven't nailed it
1: they haven't nailed it that's why jlo looks so good she hasn't done her lips or if she has she has the only doctor that has perfected it
0: so. yeah dr lipright um <laughs> That's, that's yeah. the guy, yeah. that, that's the gal's name. I mean, that you have
1: it. to, yeah, you have to. Uh,
0: the, I was, one of my clients that I used to train, she um, she was maybe in her sixties, looked amazing. She always just looked refreshed. She would get little stuff done, but she couldn't ever tell what it was. She just would look like, yeah. oh, you just look great. And she was telling me that she had this great um, doctor she worked with and that uh, she, the doctor, she did her studies in Europe or something. Um, I don't remember all the facts about it, but the the takeaway that I found interesting was that the doctor was saying the problem with the aggressive way that um, they do the, these uh, like non-surgical procedures in the U S and the Western States is that they'll, they'll use filler and then they'll immediately go in for more filler. And they, they're pretty good at knowing about how, the filler will behave in skin that doesn't have filler in it already. So it's like, oh, we can plump here and then it'll, we know how it'll behave. The pro- the risk that you start to run is when you go and add more filler in on top of that. Like you don't know oh, what's yeah. going to happen because it's like, you know, the biology and you know how the chemical will interact with the human biology. But then now when you add another chemical in yep. or foreign body in, it's like you're going filler on top of filler and then that's when things start getting you know, you get like the shape gets thrown off or you get like puckering and dimpling and stuff or divots. And, and then it also just throws the contours of the face off. And then she also said that this doctor would, um, was kind of brutal and how she broke down your face. And she said, like, you're Based on the shape of your face, you can't have cheeks like this. It just isn't right for you. You can, you have a, like whatever your face is, like you, like you know, you, you have apple cheeks or you have a narrow face or whatever. Like you have to know the shape of your face and then not try to they go, out, go, outside, go of that. outside of that. Otherwise it'll, it'll yeah. just look off. So anyway, I don't know. I they, yeah, they're, you're right. They are <sighs> getting, they are getting better at it, but man, it can be a little <laughs> interesting. Anyway,
1: I'll yeah, come- they look like they look like a filter from Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh we all know how much the kids love the filters on Instagram. <laughs> There's different stuff with like berets, they'll throw a beret on you. They'll they can throw, make you a
1: piece of artwork.
0: Yeah. Piece of artwork. I'm gonna Are you
1: re- looking for a story a story from Instagram right now?
0: Yeah, I'm looking for a question. Um, oh, I'm sorry.
1: I mean, yeah, that's a good <laughs> a question Uh, some
0: questions some stories are questions and some (laughs) stories um okay uh let's see here what would be good for us oh here's an interesting one this is uh from garden of uh mameen can we get a transformers episode like what kind of routine you think Optimus does um
1: Oh I, my gosh. I thought you'd appreciate oh no. that here.
0: No, we won't do it.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know about robots
0: here. Here's one that we can kind of speculate on. I want to come back okay. to some more wedding stuff too, but this is from okay. Len Pesson says, what are big unknown questions in fitness, health, strength that people are trying to figure out? Are there any big unknown questions in fitness, health, strength, I can start if you want to mm. think about it for a little bit. Yeah. Um sure. so I'll just start kind of pontificating. Um Aaron jump in when it starts to get boring. So <laughs> okay. With the uh, so much for health and fitness is we don't know. We don't like why certain things work, why they don't. They they make guesses about shit, but they don't know exactly like it's tough to um it's tough to do really in-depth studies on nutrition because, um, you'd have to, if you're doing, if you're doing randomized trials, you'd have to keep people like in a facility and watch what they're eating all the time. So they're all the studies they tend to do about on nutrition are, if they're anything long-term or observational. And so they can see trends and patterns, but it's tough to draw any causality of that kind of shit. And so, you know, you look at like two people that are the same age, um, same height, same weight, same body composition, and each of them can eat the exact same food and they're, they'll behave differently, like uh, just chemically different. like one of them will have one insulin response and the other one will have another insulin response. And so I, I don't know I don't know what kind of information. I think people make guesses on why that happens, but you know, I don't know if they know. And so I always find that kind of interesting. I think
1: that's, that's the thing that I am learning very, very uh, I guess for not firsthand, but secondhand is one of my best friends has been trying to lose weight the same way I have for years and it hasn't worked in the same way it worked for me. And it's like been very frustrating. And then Recently has met with a licensed nutritionist and realized they were very off with how many calories they were eating and how much like they were actually doing cardio versus strength training. And it has been very, it is a, like you said, it's like two people can do the exact same thing. It's very different for one person and the other who knows what's happening? You know, it's like, do I burn this many calories? Do I eat this many calories? And it's like, we can guess, we can really do our best to see what works for you specifically. That's why working with someone that is a, a personal trainer or a personal, like a, a, a licensed nutritionist can be so good for an individual because it is not always just like weight watchers. You can have, 26 to 30 points a day and you'll be thinner in three months. It's just like not always the way it works. And that is very uh it's very frustrating for those of you that it doesn't work
0: for. It is. And that's that you know, because it's like I remember being a trainer in a gym, uh sports club LA now, uh Equinox. Uh I've talked a lot whoa, about
1: whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Uh d- And there would be, there there was this guy there that was a great, not great, but he was like a a successful trainer, I should say. And he had an amazing physique and a nice guy, a lot of energy and just looked like you saw this guy and you're in, people would just see him and say, that is how I want to look. I want to look, whatever you're doing. I want to look like you. I want to do it. And so he would always like be, you know, trainer of the year or whatever, because he would sell so many training sessions and, you know, he'd have his clients go through and they're doing like all, I remember like his big thing was he'd have, you know, two dumbbells, um, in their in each hand, you know, two 15 pound dumbbells or whatever. And he's hold, they're holding them vertically. And then he would have them pin their elbows in and then just externally rotate them out to the side. <laughs> and like, Anybody, anybody he trained, anybody, it could be a 90-year-old grandma, it could be <laughs> a f- person that was 411 and 560 pounds, like you just watch him, it would be like, there's Rudy, and then like you'd have the person doing the little ring <laughs> with like the dumbbells. <laughs> Uh-huh. And that, and then some of the other stuff he did, and really the guy was just, just a genetic freak. Like he just looked great genetically. I yeah. don't even know how much he exercised. He just had it. And like, so all these people were, you know, worshiping a bit, worshiping at the altar of Rudy. And, uh, I don't, I don't think it worked for anybody, you know? And it was like, it might've been what he did, but it was never going to work for them in the same way that it did for him. And you know, yeah, what, what is it? I mean, I guess you can kind of, you know, do some reverse detective and, you know, look at like his genetics and all that kind of shit. And, but is this, there's some shit you just don't know. I mean, you know, lifting weights is, is an adaptive process that happens when you overload the muscles and then they, you know, they have to then build more muscle to grow back stronger. But I mean, I don't know (laughs) who's studying that. I mean, is that, I mean like that, we, we kind of, we know that that is technically what happens but I don't know if anybody's really seen that in a lab exactly, you know, like under a microscope, right. like this, these little muscles, like building themselves after, you know, and also like how they respond differently to different kinds of training and all that shit. And that's why there's so much trial and error and experimentation and doing things wrong. And, you know, you have to do your, spend yep. your time with Rudy before you can find your cricket, <laughs> you know, or whatever it is, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. That's
1: why there's like, that's why I'm like, there should be no... Uh, no judgment. If a place or a program doesn't work for you, that's like, yeah. keep trying to find a place. Cause that can get very de- like, you know, depressing, sad, like frustrating, but keep going because it's not about like looking good in a bathing suit. It, it really mm. is about like trying mm. to figure mm. out what will make your Mm. body look good in a bathing suit. No, Let's be no, real. about just like about taking care of your body in a way that is like healthy and can be long-term effective. Mm. Mm. Oh, get me started. Mm. Get me started on this. It really is like, I see so much on Instagram since I've become a trainer. What
0: is, you keep mentioning Instagram. What is that?
1: <laughs> no, Stinger, you gotta try it. It's so fun. There's like, just everyone in the world has one and they're trying to promote their own stuff. Their own. It's so fun. You gotta see it. I'll check it out. Um, but it is like, everyone is doing a different thing. And so you f- trying it, seeing what works for you. Yeah. There's a million ways. Like it, there are a million ways. Yeah.
0: Six million ways to get fit. Choose one. Um, <laughs> Here's one from uh oh, it's I'm always bad at understanding what these people's names are or reading the names Eco, you listen oh no e <laughs> ecoli I don't know um apologies Ecolison. yeah that could be what it is uh I've I, been, I don't know I'm not looking at it I'm sorry uh I've been cutting to lose weight for a while now. I'm down to my goal weight. He went uh, 260 to 190. And congratulations. And I would like to up my lifts. Is it possible to eat maintenance calories and increase my lifts? Or do I have to eat a surplus? After cutting for so long, it's hard to get myself to eat a surplus. And he punctuated that with like, it's hard to get myself to eat a surplus. Exclamation point? Yeah. Yeah. And that's acting. (laughs) Oh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wow.
0: I mean, wow. I didn't have that to tell you. That was good. I didn't, I didn't even
1: notice. Yeah.
0: I didn't have to tell you that there was an explanation <laughs> point. I just showed you.
1: Um, Show uh, me. Don't Singer, tell Singer, you take this one. I think I think this is your uh, wheelhouse.
0: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, to, to really, to, to eat, to support increasing strength, I don't know if maintenance will just work. I think you got to you got to up your protein. Now I understand the fear, um, and that's something Aaron can speak to too. Of like, anytime you've been doing something that works, and then you're now trying yeah, to add, shift. Yeah, add something new. You got a new goal, or you're 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 adding to the program, or taking away, or whatever it is. It can be really scary because you're like, holy shit, this is took. I put in so much time and effort and work to get here. Uh, I don't want to fuck it up, and I don't want to get off the path. And you start to, you know, you become best friends with whatever that program was. It's like you need it in your life, but it can become codependent. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. maybe I need to find new friends. But then you're like, are these <laughs> friends real, or do they just like me because I'm 190? You know, would they have cared about me when I was 260?
1: Stanger, Stanger, yeah. Stanger. Stanger. His <laughs> eyes have rolled back in his head. I can't <laughs> stop him.
0: <laughs> uh, And so what you, what you can do to ease some of your fears is just be really systematic about it. It doesn't mean that you have, you add in a Big Mac, you know, or something that you feel like can run away from you. You can just do a, uh, supplement it with like a protein shake. Or if you want to get in and some, something to up your calories a little bit in a positive way. So, you know, almond butter, um, a little extra oil, some fats in those diets. So I would just like scale those macros up uh, in a really systematic way. And it doesn't have to be enjoyable, like an extra meal or something that can build a bad habit that you don't like, and then just make note of it. So if you haven't been really disciplined about what, where your calories are at for a while, re-audit it, find out what your maintenance calories are and then scale up, you know, 250 extra calories a day, 20 more grams of protein, um, you know, 10 more grams of fat, whatever you want to do and write it all down. And then you go for it for like give yourself a month, three weeks, four weeks and see how it goes. Um, you should hopefully feel your strength start to increase and maybe some muscle come on. If you feel a little adipose tissue or some weight you don't like, you know exactly what you added to it. Take it away and then reassess. Maybe you do a little less the next time around. Maybe you do... Less fat, maybe you do more protein. Maybe you don't add any calories. You just do like low, you know, low calorie protein. Whatever it is, my point being is that you haven't picked up a bad habit because it's not like you're eating more, you know, desirable food or you know, dirty bulking or adding in. You know, some guys like to, or yeah. girls want to put weight on and they'll start adding like pizza in or something. They make it fun, and then when it comes time to cut, then it's like, oh, I'm. I'm used to having this pizza all I the enjoy time. It, yeah. Or, yeah, whatever it is. So, I think that can be a good way to um, you know, just kind of see where you're at and test the waters a little bit. And it may not happen as fast as you'd like, but at least you'll go into it eyes wide open. Uh, does that make sense? What do you think, Aaron?
1: Yeah, I think that that I mean that sounds um very stupid. No, no, no. I, it sounds very studious. Yeah. Studious. Um, I was just gonna say, I think like the goal weight thing is interesting because like you hit your goal weight, which is like you know can like awesome, but now you want to add. So don't be afraid of the goal weight changing. I guess would be what Ah. I would say is
0: move the chains.
1: Yeah, if you enjoyed, like if you wanted to see fat loss and you got to 190 now you want to see muscle gain muscle growth then don't be afraid of that number that your you know new goal weight is 210 in uh, can guys do that I don't know <laughs> can they gain 20 pounds of muscle
0: yeah f- yeah I could do cool, it in fucking, that's so cool I could do it in two days 20 pounds <laughs> all you-
1: right all right. <laughs>
0: Gear on
1: uh, with but pizza yeah, just to change. I, I think to like you, you hit a goal, which is great. Now you have, it sounds like a different goal. So let that kind of like, don't be as afraid. I think take singer's advice. That's not a bad um, like way to change and see what's going to happen with adding in a little bit of extra calories. That's like a world I haven't really explored. So that's, um, that's why I gave it to you Stanger. stinger. Cause I don't, I don't know that completely. You've I know a pictures. little bit. You've
0: seen pictures from outer space. I've you seen
1: ha- some photos from. You haven't put space. a
0: suit on and then walked around on that.
1: <laughs> I have you been. You don't know
0: if atmosphere is safe for you to breathe. <laughs> you don't know what's going on down there, but you're like, look, the pictures are interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm they're not. I'm not saying they're not. Yeah.
1: Um, but I have added in more protein in my own diet and it hasn't changed my weight number. I have gained muscle. So yeah, what is that? I don't know. Showing goes back off. to our, all of it is fake science, <laughs> bro. It's all bro. Science,
0: bro. Science. Um, but congratulations. E Colson. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I like that. You have to look at yourself as like Aaron said, e. Colson now at 190 pounds. What do you want to do now? You wanna put some yeah. muscle on? Then yeah, that's that's it's not you at 290 anymore or two sixty anymore. It's you at one ninety. So Yeah, you know, that's, now you get
1: to add muscle and yeah. see what that num what those numbers look like as you increase in a way that's in your like what you're hoping for aesthetically.
0: Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it.
1: What else is there, Stinger? What else are people asking?
0: I got another one, but let's, so mm. w- wedding-wise, what- um, Oh, back to me, yeah. So are you going to freak out and do dieting stuff, or are you going to keep on the food program? Because you, you eat really healthy. I think healthy. I'm too
1: old. I think I'm too old to diet in a way that is like-
0: Crash diet.
1: Crash, Yeah. I think I'm I think I have had too much success at eating well. Yeah. And seeing results. And I'm not like You're not a fool. I am You're not a I'm f- try, I'm not a fool. Yeah. No, I am a fool sometimes, but I do I think that I I really had to have like a I had a moment when I was like coming home the other day from the gym where I was like you know it would be easy as if I just Didn't eat ever and only had juice, which I'm not proud of that. That was a thought in my head, but it was, I'm a child of the nineties. I'm a child of weight watchers. I'm a child of, uh, sugar-free diet, soda, blah, blah, blah. You know, that is the world I lived
0: in. I want, (laughs) what is that song? I don't know, Charlie Xex or whatever.
1: Was that another uh, dirty album? I couldn't listen to. No, 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 no. I mean, it might
0: be dirty, but you're an adult when it came out. Oh, okay, uh, frick. You're from the '70s, and I'm a '90s girl, or whatever. Oh
1: yeah, uh, I'm a '90s yeah. bitch. I yeah. think it's an. I'm a '90s bitch.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. I know the kids' bop version, but um, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a '90s, yeah. Um, but so I have that Does like that thought song through and, my head,
0: and that song explains that. About wanting to juice do a juice fast. I think that's what that song's about. Juice so fast before about? the wedding. Yeah. Cause she's okay, from the 90s. Okay, I'll
1: have to re-listen to it. Yeah. Check it
0: out. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. 90s, I would, yeah. yeah.
1: Um but that immediately goes out of my head because I could never do that, even if I wanted to for real. Um, I just I am a food person. I can't not do it. So I I've had a I have I know. What a quote. I can't not do it. I, I cannot do food.
0: I am a food person. dot dot <laughs> dot. I can't not do it.
1: Put it on my tombstone. Um so I so I had to be like, "Aaron, you have to be real with yourself. Just just keep doing what you're doing and make small adjustments yeah. in areas that like I was eating a lot of extra fat when I could be eating more protein. Oh. So I just made that small adjustment leaning heavier into the protein side instead of the fats because I love my fats to be very heavy. And I made that adjustment and I lost two pounds in a week. What? what were I just the- made a
0: small adjustment. Yeah. A little, uh, a little move on the knob. What, what was the, what were the fats? How did they look like? What were you eating?
1: I was like, I just changed. I was eating like two just solid eggs and I changed from two solid eggs. to like one egg with the yolk and then two, uh, egg whites. Oh, okay. Like literally simple things like that. I stopped putting cheese on everything. (laughs) Yeah. I added in a protein shake which I don't love, but that was like, it was something that I was able to have as a snack instead of peanut butter
0: with cheese, you know, with cheese. (laughs) Now I heard you're sprinkling cheese on that protein shake. Is that happening?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shut up.
0: (laughs) Melting cheese. Aaron, were you melting cheese on your protein shake? Mm, Yeah. Uh, But I was
1: also, I had gotten into the habit. I love um, chicken salad, so it has like mayonnaise and oh, it's gotcha.
0: like, yum, it like, you know, tuna yummy. salad, but chicken salad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so then I just went back to just like, I would get like one of those roasted chickens from, you know, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Ralph's, whatever. And I got one of those and I would have like that instead of chicken salad with all the extras. Yeah. And it was just like little, like things like that, but I was still eating a lot of, you're doing like the chicken, carrots, but I wasn't having the extras.
0: Carrot stick, celery stick version of chicken, not the salad version of it. Right. Where it's chopped up and tossed together. You're just yes. having it like in, yeah, that makes just sense.
1: The, just the chicken off the bone,
0: if <laughs> you will. That stuff's that, yeah. I mean, uh, chicken, where, when you made the chicken, did you make the chicken salad yourself? Mm-hmm, And And yeah. did you, did you did it with the rotisserie? yeah. That's a good idea. What and then like uh, yeah, you're dicing it, it just, up onions and shit in there and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: just onion and uh celery. Yeah, it's great. It's it, I mean it's so good and I will still do it. It was just like like in these little. I'm just trying to like yeah, bring no, my body uh, fat down a little bit. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I'm just trying to bring I, well, it down a little
0: bit. This is like I. I feel like you're having some pop-ups here because people are going to be like, Whoa, why do you care and have your chicken salad and fuck that. And it's just like, I, I bring up this wedding because I think it's relatable. There's somebody and there's more people than you think. And then, you know, are going through something similar. It's not a wedding. It's whatever it is. And so there is a healthy way that you can kind of indulge this neurosis that you're experiencing. And I think Aaron's approach is good to where it's like, ah, just make a couple minor adjustments, take a break from it for a while, have my special day, look great in the pictures. And then, you know, and then you can relax for a little bit until the next thing comes up. And it's just a matter of, I
1: think that's like, I have never wanted to be a person that had like a special occasion crash diet. That was never a thing I wanted. I always saw people that like, had that goal went so super hard and then crashed and burned after and like gained a bunch of weight back. I I never wanted that to be me. And so it took, because of that, it took me a long time to even admit I wanted to lose weight because I never wanted to gain the weight back. So I just like, didn't want to lose weight. Yeah. And now I understand a little bit more of like life is long, things happen life like there are times in your life where you can focus on this there are times in your life where you can't yeah here I have I have 70 days until I get married can you know w- until I wear the dress can I in those 70 days make it so you can see the muscles I have in my back can can I let's find out that's kind of how I'm looking at it
0: 70 and day if, Bay
1: 70 day Bay. Back bay, 70
0: day back bay. 70 day back bay.
1: So, you know, I do think it's an insane um, expectation that we do put on brides. That's like, you have to look Mm -hmm. the best you will ever look in your entire life on this day, this one day. I do think that that's insane. And that is what I have to like combat of like, you don't have to be insane. You can want to look good. Hey, you look good just as you are. What do you want to accentuate? Okay, let's aim for that. So that's what I'm trying to fall in is like trying to be cognizant of like, I will be photographed that day more than I will have ever been photographed in my life. Right. Do I want to look good? Yes. Do I have to look perfect? No. But I did just um, get a teeth cleaning scheduled from my dentist because I haven't been there in a year. And that's also important, you know? So.
0: That's fucking fucked up, dude. You're sick. (laughs) Get, see a fucking shrink. I'm going to a dentist. You are sick. I'm going to a
1: dentist. I'm going to get a facial.
0: You are sick. You've lost it. Um totally relatable that that's great advice that makes perfect sense chicken salad cut it you
1: know cut, cut it get the just chicken
0: get the chicken um
1: 70 days just chicken you can do it
0: yeah no I, I, I I'm gonna do it with you um thank you
1: thank you I want you to show up at my wedding looking more shredded than I do
0: <laughs> impossible
1: <You> got- <laughs>
0: You got me beat. You got me beat. I've seen the guns. Uh, You guys should see Aaron's guns these days. Looking rip, (laughs) looking buff. Uh,
1: I truly, I wanted my arms to be as strong as they look because I have genetically easy arms. They, for some reason, I have that. I don't know why. And now they are maybe as strong as they look, but they do look stronger than they are.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying. The phrasing was confusing.
1: Well, I'm sorry. And that's, (laughs) that's because it's late and I am.
0: Hey, listen, you're in good company because (laughs) I don't know if I'm making any sense at all. Uh, Since, since like this, since like lockdown and stuff too, I went to a few get togethers and I'd be talking to somebody, and mid-sentence, in a thought, I would just be like, I don't know where I am and what <laughs> we were even talking. I'm so out of practice. Like I can kind yeah. of like stumble through a podcast, um, but but for some reason, just like, like a give-and-take small talk conversation, I was- Forget about it. Way out there. <laughs> and a few times where I had to tell them, like, look, I forgot what I was saying and what we were even talking about. <laughs> and they were like, I was- exquisitely bored by it anyway. So it's, it's just a nice, (laughs) it's it's perfect. Yeah. If you could just move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll move on and we'll just pretend like it didn't happen. And uh, you know, Hey, I appreciated the, the candor. Uh, so great. Okay. We can call the ball here. This is good. This is, we, we answered some good questions for folks. Yeah. We got it out there about the wedding talk. I think that's good. It is wedding season. We did mention June.
1: It is June. Yeah. Yeah. It's wedding season.
0: I did. Um, I'll leave you really quick because you have a puppy um, with an Thank interesting you, yes. with with an inter- interesting story about uh, my dog. So I have a backyard, and my dog enjoys spending time in my backyard. She is uh, a little like kind of will bark maybe a little more than I like her to. Nothing crazy, but you know I'm kind of watching. I don't want any weird. Um, obsessions or, you know, I just don't, I'm mindful of the neighbors and stuff. And if she seems like she's barking at nothing, I'm like, all right, come inside because I don't know what the hell's going on here. So anyway, we, I had some crows that'll occasionally perch in my backyard. Cause I've got a lot of eucalyptus trees and the crows had been going crazy one day. I didn't know why. I just thought they were just being noisy crows. And, um, <sighs> They were like sitting up on this wa- like um, a tree, like you, there's a wire underneath, underneath this eucalyptus, eucalyptus tree that's like for the phone line or something. And they were just sitting there and then they would squawk at us whenever we got close to that wire. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's like a nest or something nearby or I don't know what the hell is going on. So I took her for a walk. Came home, let her in the backyard, and then the crow started making the noise again, and she started barking like crazy, and it was more than what was normal. So I went out there, and she was rolling around with a crow on the ground, (gasps) like a huge fucking crow. I don't know if she got to it somehow. I mean, she's always- chasing squirrels and birds oh and everything. Gosh. I don't know if she oh just, I was like, wow, she finally got something. This is fucking crazy. And so I was worried about her and I didn't want her to hurt the crow. And I don't know. There's a lot of things going through my mind. So I separate them a little bit and I get her inside and the crows are dive bombing and going crazy. And the one's just kind of like walking around in the backyard now and I'm watching it. I think, shit, maybe she injured it, or maybe it was already injured, because it doesn't seem to be f- seem to be flying. And so it, I had a ladder in my backyard, and it kind of crawled up on this ladder and was just sitting there. And the other crows were all around it. And so I went out again, and then they started going crazy at me again. So I went back inside, and this is a Sunday. And so there's like animal services in Los Angeles. I called them. I'm like, I don't even know if these people are home on a Sunday. I don't know if they care about crows. Right. I don't know. what. I, was I don't like, either. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So I called and I'm like, there's a hurt crow in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, the guy was really cool and nice and said, wait a minute, what's going on? Explain to me what's going on. So I tell him, you know, with the dog and the crow, and I don't know if it caught it. And, um, there's, they're buzzing all around us and all this shit. And he said, okay, so it's, it's bird season and birds, you know, they're the hatchlings grow. And he says, what it sounds like because of these other crows around it is that it's a fledgling. And, um, it's a crow that's grown from being a little baby in a nest to almost an adult crow. And he said, they look almost the same size as the other crows, but they're flightless. So it has to live basically as a ground bird for like a week. And he said that crow pod around it or that murder of crows around it will follow it and make sure it's okay for that week until it can fly. And so he was like, I'm, I bet you that's what's going on here. And, and he said, uh, if you can just let it alone. And I was like, well, I can't, these, they're very noisy. I do have a dog. It is my backyard. She was barking at these crows through the night. And he was like, Well, I mean, I guess you could just brush it out into your front yard. But then I was like, I don't want the dog, I mean, I don't want the crow to be hurt or, you know, just have to yeah. You know, it seemed dangerous. So my house backs right up to the LA River. And there's some um th- there's some protection back there. That's not my house. And so I was like, I wonder if I can kind of shoe it into this, you know, this back part of my house down up the river a little bit, basically. And so It wasn't happening because I was trying to kind of like with a broom, like gently move it that direction. But I did like trans, I had to traverse my entire backyard, go through a gate, get it out. It just wasn't going to happen. And so I was able to get it into like a, um, small black trash can, not one of the full ones that you wheel around and shit, just like a small trash can. I got it in there. And then I was picking that up and then it was like, wah, wah, like going like crazy. I mean, they're huge. And so then I covered it with like a really heavy blanket and I carried the trash can. I had to put my hood up because the birds started dive bombing me and stuff. <gasps> and oh my gosh. They didn't, they didn't get me, but I was worried. I didn't want to get my yeah, eyes. Yeah, no, my gosh. My eyes pecked out or you know, my, <laughs> my hair messed up, God forbid. Um, no, your hair
1: is important. Yeah, it's my
0: restling pumped lips. punctured. Uh, So I was able to get the bird long story longer. I was able to get the bird out by the river and I walked like a half mile up and then the birds were following me the whole time and then just like dumped it out. And then it just like walked around up there. And I, I looked and they were kind of around in that area for a while and kind of watching it and stuff. And so successfully got it out of the backyard. I think everybody survived. So anyway,
1: wow, that's, uh,
0: crazy. There, there you go. Fledgling. That, How old is your dog now? She is over a year. She was a year in March. Okay. So still, you know, getting better, but still puppyish, still yeah. a, a touch unpredictable and a ton, yeah. like tons of energy, tons and tons and tons and tons yeah. and tons of energy. So, wow.
1: That is crazy. fled Fledgling?
0: Fledgling. Yeah. The guy's fledgling. word. And I loved it. Um, have heard Gosh. it before, but
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: weird. Uh, I I feel like you were sitting on that story the whole night, and so like I'm glad you were able to finally talk about it.
0: Uh, Aaron, where can folks find you?
1: <laughs> At Aaron McGowan on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I mean, I'm not gonna offend you, but you can find me there. Yeah. <laughs> I've stopped friend. I've stopped accepting friend requests. So you just do like get the uh, yeah.
0: the occasional uh, hail mary that somebody will throw on there, like, "Hey, yeah. we've got two mutuals. Do you want to get on board yeah, with?" Yeah, uh, I'm like,
1: "No, I don't yeah. know who you are." Um. So
0: yeah, that's where you can find me. Stanger, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me every Wednesday here on the Dumbbells podcast. Uh, you mm. can find us at the Dumbbells across all social media platforms. You can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail dot com dot com uh on behalf of myself eugene yes. cordero wherever he is yes. aaron mcgown mcgown town Thank uh you. we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty eat and clean and live in between almost didn't say it <laughs> <laughs> you almost just decided to
1: almost decided
0: to <laughs> yeah take a snooze <laughs> well hey you made it we did it We'll we'll let everybody go. Thanks for listening. And Aaron, I'll see you soon.
1: Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Headgum podcast.